0: Welcome to In the Lead podcast with your host, Kim Harris, where we explore and expose topics that might impact or impede your ability to be a better leader. Let's dive in. Hey, leaders, thank you so much for tuning in to today's session titled, Give the People What They Need. The moment you step foot into a leadership position, if you haven't already, You'll soon discover a multitude of people cross your path, all differing in their values, styles, work ethics, and desires. Now, suddenly under your tutelage, how do you create your vision for your new and existing role while working to understand the leadership style that best fits your direct reports? You will inherently come across people whose characteristics fit one of these three categories. The first category consists of those who are well able to do their job with ease and are eager to please you. The second category are those others who just might need constant direction and guidance. And then there are those in the third category who bear watching because maybe, just maybe, this isn't their forte and they haven't come to terms with making an adjustment. Whatever the case, they have had and will often require diverse learning experiences that are relevant to their day-to-day responsibilities. So let's dive into how we can be a better leader to individuals in each of these categories. Now, just before you say, wait, I've experienced a few other types. Listen, there is no denying that others exist And while a few other types could be trampling on your reserve nerve right about now, our goal is to be a better leader to those who could have the largest impact on whether or not you meet your desired goal in your current position. Those who are able to do their job with ease probably could have had your job, were it not for a major skill set or desire that they may be lacking. While everyone on your team is critical, these individuals are often invaluable and difficult to replace. You may even find that such individuals could outperform you if given the opportunity or possess the desire to climb. Something keeps them where they are. It is up to you, their leader, to find out what their aspirations are as well as the skills they may need or want to perfect. Set your intentions on helping them to achieve that. More often than not, these individuals need a new challenge and may desire to be recognized and even mentored by you. Now, don't be misled into thinking that everyone wants to move up because quite frankly, they don't, at least not always. Some are quite happy being the sixth man, for you basketball enthusiasts, and would prefer to remain right where they are. However, you owe it to them to provide opportunities that showcase their talents. As we further expound on those who fit the other categories, remember that these embody a few of the different types of people you need to be aware of on your journey to becoming a better leader. So what about that second category, those who need constant direction and guidance? Well, I once coached a leader challenged with leading two people on their team who directly stated that they needed to be taken by the hand and shown what to do. The leader's response was, I don't have time to show them step-by-step, I might as well do it myself. Together, as her coach, we wrestled with how to handle these two individuals who expressly stated the kind of leader they felt they needed. And in all fairness, they had demonstrated in other responsibilities that this type of guidance was indeed warranted. Upon hearing the request, I needed to take a moment to determine what kind of coaching I would need to devote in an effort to support this leader and answer the clarion call from these two team members. This was indeed a challenging situation and much was at stake, not just for her, but for me as a coach. Reflecting on the different styles of coaching to impose, I moved to provide cognitive coaching. I knew the impact of being able to support her thoughts while expanding unexplored territories. That's from the Reflections book on cognitive coaching. And I knew that this would be a turning point in this leader's response to how her support would be received. Knowing for certain that the request of these two team members could not be ignored, my response was twofold. They clearly expressed their need for a leader who would not require them to produce first, giving explicit guidance or leading them to a plan that had already been established, thus allowing them to duplicate with few modifications and then implement. Now, in other words, all that means is they needed a leader to show them exactly what to do by doing it herself and then giving it to them so that they could update it or duplicate it as needed. I tell you one thing, though, nothing in my handy dandy coaching bag had prepared me to support someone in this way. Especially since by this time in my career, I had discovered and lived by the premise of not telling people what to do. As a growing coach, I had begun to realize that if I kept telling people what to do, I would always be telling people what to do. And then, when would I teach them to think? When would they feel confident enough to rely on their own skill and will in order to produce? I further thought, how am I building them as a leader if I did all of the thinking? You see, coaching requires one to facilitate the learning of others, thereby guiding them to think in a different way that benefits their path. We have to enable that process to organically happen in their own way and at a pace that makes sense for the leader to adequately process. So for me, this was hard. It was hard mostly because I needed to help this leader see that giving them what they needed not only makes you a great leader, but it was necessary to also help build their capacity. What made this so hard is that the approach had to be strategic in order to work effectively. Let's be realistic, we can't hold hands forever, nor can we send the message that one would always be available to provide this level of dedicated support long term though she would need to consider that more and more people may enter the workforce under her leadership needing exactly what they had described what then what kinds of interview questions might need to be considered that will give insight to that type of person now short term how do you achieve the level of productivity from these individuals to generate the outcome you desire. Now, I know these are a lot of questions on which to ponder, but I want you to think about this, my friend. I advised her to do the exact same thing that I'm recommending here. You coach them up. Develop a coaching plan with specific intentions. Sounds easy, right? It's not. Coaching requires work, Dedicated time, energy, and focus. How do you coach individuals who require so much of your time while maintaining a focus on growth of the bottom line? That's not an easy feat. However, systematizing an approach begins with being upfront and clear about your expectations and any deliverables you're anticipating as a result. Start with a plan detailing the scope of your work together. This includes a timeline complete with check-ins and identified support needed, and a big picture breakdown that outlines the why behind the what. You see, the gift of time is the best way to meet the needs of people who may initially require constant direction and guidance. Coaching then allows you to have influence on the way they think, the way they make decisions, and the way in which they impact. The ultimate goal is to develop people who no longer need you for every entity of their progress and who can in turn be a leader themselves. Now for that third category, here are those who bear watching. It is quite possible that they are in the wrong role. And in order for you to be effective and have your outcomes achieved, you definitely need the right team for the right work. I must admit, oftentimes people might just need to understand that they have to make a decision to either grow or go, or pick a nation, resignation or termination. I'm being facetious. But actually, I'm not. Being a better leader requires you to cognize this type of person and be apt to address it before it becomes detrimental to the organization. In the book Radical Candor by Kim Scott, the author does a great job of exposing the dangers of not being honest with people. It's not being mean, it's being clear. If we don't show them accurately where they are, We rob them of the chance to change, she states. Let me add that even in this space, we could possibly rob them of the chance to make a change. You may find that this type of person tends to huddle in the break room to complain about their leaders or make idle threats about what they aren't going to do. So here's a tip. Stop listening to what people say and listen for what you don't hear. What do I mean by that? When people resist, stall, or deflect, what are they really saying? Identify areas and behaviors you can improve to get the results you're looking for. Oftentimes, they struggle adhering to the demands of the job. So find out why. Could they be in the wrong role? Functioning in your sweet spot makes all of the difference in the world when it comes to happiness and productivity. Christine Carter defines the sweet spot as that place where your greatest strengths and your greatest personal power overlap with ease, where there is little resistance or stress. You must consider, though, that it's quite possible this person needs to be at the seat of the decision-making table. After all, they have influence, they have people listening. You may want to think about how to pivot their focus from feeling disempowered to being engaged. Ask yourself, what do I need to do as the leader in order to get the results I'm looking for? It's no different than when you're looking for ways to improve a personal relationship. If you want him or her to do this or that, what might you need to consider adjusting? So here's a question to ponder and some food for thought. How does your leadership style impact or impede the styles of the people on your team? Whatever you discover, know this, it is incumbent upon your ability to be a better leader when you fully understand that you must give the people what they need. Our next segment is Boss People Making Boss Moves. And this is where we like to highlight leaders in various industries within our workplace and community who are impacting and influencing the world. And this week's boss is Jasmine Allen from Jonesboro, Georgia. Jasmine is a dynamic educator who builds rigor with students while finding innovative ways for them to grasp concepts. She's on the path to leadership while inspiring and supporting her team as grade level chair. You can connect with Jasmine on Instagram at just underscore Jasmine underscore Allen. Way to go, Jasmine. Thanks, girl, for being a boss, making boss moves. Our next segment is entitled, What Are You Reading?, And this is just a time for us to share a title and author of a book that we're currently reading and a connection to it that I think both you and I can glean from. And this week I'm reading Woman Evolved by Sarah Jakes Roberts. Because I am still growing to meet my maximum potential, this book really helps me delve inside to my purpose. And I've discovered not just through this book, but I further underscored the fact that my purpose is to be the catalyst that draws people to lead, to be a builder of people and to impact the people who impact the world by developing their capacity to lead. And my ability to evolve around the various experience that I have are really helping me to hone in on this purpose. Our final segment is question of the day and this is just a lingering question to close our episode and generate your next steps now if you take the opportunity to go back and listen to this episode there are tons of questions that will help you to reflect as a leader but our question of the day actually comes right from today's topic And it is, how does your leadership style impact or impede the styles of the people on your team? So as you go about your week, take a moment to reflect on that. And I also invite you to reflect on a few key points from today's session. Now remember, today's session was all about giving the people what they need. And here's a few points for you to glean from acknowledge three categories of people that you need to attend to as a leader know that you are responsible for coaching your people and then thirdly if you always tell people what to do you will always have to tell people what to do so create clear expectations for the outcome prior to putting in the time and give them the attention that they need until next time make it a great day Hey leaders, what stuck with you from today's topic that you'd like to share with someone you're building? Be sure to like, share, and subscribe to In The Lead Podcast with Kim Harris. Thanks for listening.